Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where we talk about Squadron Supreme for way too long. With me today is Rob. Welcome to our 157 of our Squadron Supreme discussion. Jesse, how long have we been awake? Uh, it's been days. Yeah. Because, because like, not only are we talking about all 24 main people in Squadron Supreme, we're also talking about every every character that they touched. Yeah. And it turns out they touched a lot of people. <laughs> and uh, including our hearts. Uh, including our hearts, which means we also have to talk about everyone in our lives that we love. Uh, that won't take And in our enemies. It no, just takes a long time. that's going to take a while. All right. Yeah. But uh, but let's uh, let's just get uh, let's just talk about I'm gonna say the actual dregs after the first two we're talking about first uh, three. All right, um, yeah, we're getting down to the, the the zeros. Yeah. So the first three, though, I do have I do like them in some way. All right. So first one we're talking about is Foxfire. Okay, Foxfire counts as an as a. a pretty good character i think yeah yeah pretty good character um so uh she is the only person of color Mm -hmm. i don't think you can count apex as uh as a person of color because it's not even a person no well i say it's it's a person it's not a human it's not it's not it's not a person of color so the only person that is is the person of color uh is foxfire uh, she is an African American lady who apparently does not like having full shirts or unit or full unitard. Really? Well, if you had a kicking body like that, Jesse, would you? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I would. I would be. I'd be as close to naked as possible. I see at all nothing times. but crop tops in your future. Yeah. Uh. Well. So she wears like a yellow gloves and has like a yellow slash and sash on her belt. I mean, for a belt, and it looks she has like little like star stuffs over over her chest with like a deep V down to the uh, down to the belly button. It's it's a you know coupled with her haircut, it's a it's a dramatic look. It is a very dramatic look, and like I can see this being like used as like it not be it could see it as an outfit in like a music video like maybe like a paul abdul video yeah she's like i mean she's got a blonde crew cut she kind of almost it's it's almost demolition man-esque in a sense um so the costume really really works with that i think on its own it would not work but you add that hair yeah i'm i'm into it yeah so her real name is olivia underwood Okay. That's actually a name of a person I know. Really? Um, yeah, I know Olivia Underwood. <laughs> um, nowhere close to that. She's a yeah. mediocre white woman. Oh, well, you know, that could have been good. Uh, could have been good. It's but no, a, she decided to be bored, mediocre, and white. Still, though, just picture her in the outfit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> she's a very tiny person. So, she's a former criminal turned government agent. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a she had a criminal record, but she's pardoned and also dead. Right. She, yes, she's, she, she shows up at the end and towards she the shows end. up in five. She shows, she has a good run. Yeah. It's, but it's half the la- really last half pretty much. So five. Okay. I didn't know it was that early. Actually, it feels like more like eight to me. 
she kind of had like kind of a background role. Uh, so little's known about uh, Foxfire's background previously, previous to her joining the uh, Institute of Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, she was be modded and elected to full membership to the to the squadron. Still not cool, squadron. Still not uh, cool. After her B mod was undone, she still remained loyal to Doctor Spectrum and killed Nighthawk, hoping that the squadron would win. And since so she was killed by the Minks, who the Mink, who is not actually talked about in this, it was like an um basically one of the squadron's villains went to another universe and got some super villains that they didn't know about. That's smart use of uh, other. The ability to travel to other universes. Yep. Um, the mink, though. That's, are we talking about... We're talking about the mink, right? We're not going to be talking about the mink. Oh. Did we cover the mink at all? No, the mink is not part of Squadron Supreme as a as a team. Oh, you're right. She never actually becomes a character. Yeah. Uh, the mink kind of um, is... She's got claws. Well, we're, we're not talking about the link, mink anyway, but she's kind of the Wolverine of the... Squadrons of Earth. What is it? Seven one seven five three eight two nine seven one two. But uh, so, but not as cool. So anyway, back to Foxfire. So she is a uh, uh, five seven. Hmm. Has uh, brown eyes, blonde hair, and weighs one eighty five. They should have made her like six three or something. They should have. Yeah, she's got that they- kind of uh, uh, Grace Jones look. Yeah, like he's. No, Grace Jones is like amazing, but she's also not that tall. But that's what I picture with that would have worked for Foxfire for sure. Yeah, I would have. I would imagine I, that's what I would imagining. But she's mm-hmm. you know yeah. about as tall as me. Yeah, five seven in the eighties. That was a uh, that was pretty respectable height. Mm-hmm. So uh, next person we're talking about is Quagmire. Wait, wait, do we get to her powers? Oh, well, sorry, I didn't say the powers so she can project bioluminescent energy that weakens the molecule binding of matter causing it to disintegrate mm-hmm. so in short she disintegrates things melty melty and she kind of disintegrated uh nighthawk's heart oh yeah yeah it was pretty good way to kill someone pretty metal way to kill someone anyway yeah it actually is it's it's a pretty her power set it's the kind of set that only lends itself to sooner or later, you're going to kill someone in a gruesome way. Um, so it's, it's pretty great that way. I, I don't know. The ending of the book is, is strong. So I'm a big fan of anything. Anything is that happens there with the Nighthawk character. Uh, so next person we're talking about is Quagmire. Uh, do, who's going to do the requisite giggity? No one. Okay, uh, but I had I had to mention it. No one. So one thing I do want to point out, though, is for whatever reason on Comic Vine, not that I I don't trust it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but Cragmire. I don't trust it. I, I think it's I think it has, it's, it's something to do with the Russians. I don't know. I don't know Comic Vine. I don't know what they're doing, but it just seems shady. So so apparently it says that Quagmire, this Quagmire, mm-hmm. is in an episode of Family Guy, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> There's no way. That's funny, Because I was just like, well, maybe, that's maybe, you know. Funny. Right, maybe someone threw in an obscure background reference yeah, or something. But like, but, like, I went to the, because, like, Comic Vine also, like, you know, 
it links it linked me to the exact episode okay oh wow that is yeah. okay and and when i look at the uh the list i i i see the main cast say it's the quagmire that people think when they think of fa- family kind of just as this one <laughs> just put into it <laughs> I'm just gonna assume that uh, it's wrong. No, that's that's nerds having fun. I salute you, comic fun. because <laughs> <laughs> like part of it's just like maybe it's like a sly background character or something, or like they do like nobody's like, you know, putting in a reference. Nobody is that nerdy and has that much time to put in a reference to Quagmire from the Squadron Supreme. <laughs> Not even on the Squadron Supreme, a villain of the Squadron Supreme. So. Um, his name is Jerome Myers. Mm-hmm. He is also in, I think, a pretty great, uh, pretty great outfit. Let's see. I do not have Quagpire's outfit in front of me. Let me let me see that there. Wow, that it's is a great outfit. That is, oof, that is um, something Depeche Mode would wear in like 1982. So so basically, it's like a uh, it looks like a gray speed suit almost, but instead of it being like zipped up, it just has like super big lapels. Mm-hmm. It's, you could wear up. you could wear it to a club or to a villain, a uh, super villain fight, one or the other. Also, he has like a pretty significant uh, hill on his boot as well. Really? Well, it's in a very deep V. I don't think oh, people. No, sorry, the deep, a very deep V. Like you could see <laughs> very, his abs. Very deep V. Like it reality at least 50 percent of the time you would be his belly button would be popping out also he has uh, a mohawk with like like a chin like a goatee sans like the mustache that's a uh, that is actually a goatee oh an actual goatee i thought it had to have the mustache one no thing. the mustache is so oh my god i can't believe i'm that guy uh a a goatee is technically just under the uh the mouth when you have the whole thing, it's technically a Van Dyke. Oh. I just well, mansplained to a man. <laughs> what a goatee is. Thank you. And a Van uh, well, Dyke. It doesn't look good. It only looks good when you have the mustache. Which I so agree. Otherwise, you look like some iteration of the guy from Anthrax. Uh, or you look like a confused uh, t- uh, a confused uh, paintbrush. <laughs> Like, like you you put the paintbrush uh, uh, bristles on the wrong end. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, also, he has like a spiked uh, spiked bracelets and like a spiked collar, and he also has a scar over his eye. Like this is this is like a good look. It is a good look. It's almost it reminds me. Um, he almost looks like Billy Idol in a way. I think like it's a little punk rockish. Uh, or at least how comics portrayed punk rock in the eighties, and but glam—it's also a little glam. It's, it's pretty, yeah. pretty glam actually. It looks like David Bowie could have gotten away with this, um, and I think it works. It definitely does. Um, so he's a former criminal turned government agent. Of course, he was pardoned after being be modded. Literally turned government agent. Yep, he's also single. Ladies or fellas, yeah. this guy he's dressed to impress. No, no, uh, so no known relatives. Uh, former member of the uh, Institute of Evil and the Squadron Supreme, and he appeared in exactly five issues. He was in Squadron. He first showed up at Squadron Supreme five and died in Squadron Supreme ten. And he took out Doctor Decimal with him. Oh yeah, poor Doctor Decimal. 
Yep. I mean, he did get that nice tribute drawing by that random artist. <laughs> Fred Hembeck. <laughs> yep. Random, random who, tribute. Who asked him? And how long did he have to look for a picture of the guy in order to be like, oh, I got to do this commission. Damn it. I got to find a picture of <laughs> Dr. Des. What is this? Uh, uh, but he made his money. So God yeah. bless him. Um, so, yeah. So Ooh. little's known about Quagmire's background before he joined the Institute of Evil. He was be modded and turned into a full member of the Squadron Supreme. Um, after saving twenty factory workers from a pacifier gas leakage, uh, he went into a coma and was then sucked into a hole Wait, in his. Brain. Hold on, hold on, reverse that. Pacifier okay. gas leakage. Yeah, there was like a pacifier pistol. Like it basically had a bu- it basically shot a bubble that was filled with this gas. That oh, right, but, people. right, right, right. Okay, thank yeah. you. I had forgotten yeah. about that. Jeez. Yeah. So he was sucked into a hole in his brain that, which is a portal into the dimension which dark, which is dark matter originates. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure they later explain it as like he he uses the dark force, but he uses it in a weird way. Yeah, it's the 712 version of what... The Dark Force, Of the Dark Force, yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead of it being like this gas, it's like this goo instead. (laughs) There's a Fred Hembeck picture of him, too. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'll send you the URL. (laughs) Somebody must have commissioned the entire 24 characters of the Squadron Supreme. Please send me that link. I need to include... Why? First off, why? <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's it's amazing. So, um, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. He's got a little, he's got a cheeky little expression. Yeah, that it's pretty. You great. know what? I gotta say, they capture. He definitely captured the uh, the feel. He really did. That is, uh, I am saving that one. Now. Yeah, send <laughs> send it to me on uh, Facebook so I have it. Okay. Okay. future yeah he's six two mm-hmm. blonde hair blue eyes weighs 210 normal strength level and his power his ability to draw this into this dimension a thick dark viscous substance resembling tar yeah which is basically the dark force exactly just his his iteration of it yeah and um it's gross uh, it's it's totally gross, and I, they talk about it a lot in the book, like how gross it is. Like they everyone don't like, makes a comment, yeah. But you know what? Like he he pulls it off. So yeah, it doesn't fit his look though. That's the great thing about you know like like uh, dagger or cloak. I'm sorry, jeez. <laughs> it's a great thing about cloak is or the hood or something. Like it's a, it's got a whole look to it. This guy is not dressed like he's doing bringing viscous fluids from other dimensions and also like he kind of like sinkholed himself like through his brain after he was shot right not cool like not cool like he inadvertently i don't know i think it's a good way to go jesse Mm. it's not the worst way to go is it memorable though i don't know about that maybe you feel every he did drown an entire hospital in his goo yeah that was not cool 
Oh, he did appear in uh, Moder- uh, Marvel Zombie Supreme, which is another <laughs> Marvel Zombies I did not know existed. I have never heard of that one. Wow. Have, I've, I've heard of so many different versions of Marvel Zombies, and that's what I did not know about. I have never heard of that one. So it's, there's a, it's, is it all Squadron Supreme? I, I don't know. I don't. I only read the first one, to be honest. I know there's been well, like more than a dozen, but so there's been way more than I've read like five of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is a lot of possibility in the idea of uh, zombie superheroes. Spider Man's an idiot in them. In them, I like that. Like two of them feature in Ma- uh, uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, jeez. That's that. See that? I don't need to see. But yeah, so his his kind of deal was like he was kind of suave and stuff, but yeah. like he kind of just he just kind of just died yeah. after being shot in the head. Turns out it's a very common death. Yeah, I mean to be shot honest, the, the shot in the head probably would have killed him anyway. So really, it was just an easy disposal of the body. So next person we're talking about is Shape. Shape. Now Shape is one of these characters that I thought got a little, who I thought actually came out fairly well. By the end, um, no, shape shape has an arc to his story. Shape has, yeah, shape has an arc. So shape is um, he, like the he's basically a dumpy dude in just like some bikini briefs, basically. Yeah. Um. He his his whole thing is like he can stretch and whatnot. Um. He's essentially yeah, classic man, Fantastic Four, that kind of thing. So he, his uh, real name is unknown. He's a criminal turned oh, government agent. Except people should know. Jesse, you say schlumpy guy. He's gross. Oh, ooh, he's gross. Okay, like, I want people. To, I want people to be clear. He's a we like he. He's hairless and smooth and lumpy, and he's in a in bikini briefs. Pretty brief bikini briefs at that. Um. Yeah. So he's he's gross. Oh yeah yeah he's he's very gross. Um. <laughs> But uh, so he's a former uh, criminal turned government agent. He was pardoned after being be modded. He's single, um, former member of the Institute of e- Evil and member of Squadron Supreme. And uh, he first showed up in Squadron Supreme number five. So pretty much the rest of these are going to say all the same thing. Little is known about their background. <laughs> it's bad. Shows up in um, issues, issue five. Some of them survive. Some of them don't. Yeah. That's about it. So, um, so he was unbemodded by uh, Nighthawk six months after being bemodded, but he still remained loyal yeah. to this Quantum Supreme and opposed the Redeemers. So his whole thing is he is a... I'll get through the rest. So his height is variable. He has blue eyes, bald head. Weighs two fifty five. He's not super strong. No, he he can stretch and shift his weight from one part of the body to the other. Yeah, but it's not like he can't morph or anything. He's just he can just uh, Mister Fantastic his way around. He is what they would say back then, slow. It's struggling with uh, with with other words to use for these things without sounding like um, too insanely liberal which you know i mostly have but uh i think slow slow fits the bill he's treated well he's never used as like nope. a uh, laughing stock or anything nope. there's there's no um radio moments with him either like it's nope. uh he's not he's not magical or anything like that no 
his main thing, his main thing when he's with the Squadron Supreme is he just plays with Arcana's kids like he's the babysitter. Yeah. Um, they really like just being around him and like he likes playing with them and that like and that's the main thing. Like he'll go out on missions and stuff, but like never anything like super like Yeah. Complicated. He's like he's just a he's a person who like was shacked up through into bad people. And got friends, and that's why he didn't leave. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Because like he realized like he had friends and he had a family. Well, he hadn't, and he had no place. I mean, he's a very strange-looking guy. Like, there's what could else could he do? And these people took him in. They be modded him. Sure, that was terrible. But he doesn't. He's not the brightest guy. He doesn't really know what's going on. All he knows is now there are people who care about him. That's yeah. it's a it's a nice thing. And and like. He shows up in more things, of course, like a lot of these characters do, mm. but like, like he's just kind of a, like, he went from a bad situation to a better situation, even though that situation was also not great. Yeah. When you look over it in the long haul. No, but, but you know, honestly, it's hard to say if a guy like that would have made the right choices to get to a better place in the long haul. So, they shouldn't be playing God, but on the other hand, it worked out okay for the shape. It, it worked okay, it worked out okay with him, and, like, honestly, like, I can't, like, he's, he was just everyone's friend. Like, he was in a situation where he had friends, and he wasn't being taken advantage of. No, and they never made anymore. him, like, the bumbling guy, or, like, yeah. the guy who screws things up for everybody. He was just, when he was on a mission, he was, you know, he couldn't do that. He wasn't going to be the one hacking into a computer, but... Uh, he did what he had to do, and he was heroic, and when he got back, he'd hang out with the kids, and everyone was, everyone liked him, so I'm down with the shape. I remember, I remember, like, uh, Fib, like, before he left and everything, like, he would often just kind of talk to shapes, because, like, they, he'd be one of the only people who would, like, sit there and listen. Yeah, yeah, because, and, and that's, that is the thing, he would sit there and listen to anyone. Yeah, man, like, he's just, a, just, like, a generally good character who was, like, manipulating and doing bad things before, but now it's better. Yeah. Now now we're talking about nothing but bad characters. Oh, <laughs> so, the rest is downhill fast. Downhill. We're going to have anything you, to say about all of these The ones characters. you can't find Comic Vine pages for. <laughs> well, you can find Comic Vine pages for them. Just, uh... Not much there. Not a lot. So, um, so next verse we're talking about is Moonglow. Moon glow, just let your moon glow. So she is in an outfit. Uh, Let me see. Hard to kind of explain it. <laughs> moon, I don't have her in head. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, so, a little Valkyrie esque, maybe. Um, not really. How? Um, but it's Kirby esque. I will say it's somebody it's, trying it's to Kirby-esque. make a Kirby esque costume. Wow, there's a lot going on. So, like, to kind of describe it, uh, she has, like, thigh-high boots mm-hmm. that have, like, moons on them. Crescent moons. She's wearing, like, a unitard. The thing that I kind of hate that come from this era, where it's, like, a unitard with, like, super long-sleeve flowy top. Yeah. The blousey top. Like, the abs. Blousey top yeah. was a big thing back then. Yeah. Yeah. She um she has also kind of, like, a deep V, but it's not, like, that deep. It's more, like, a, around her abs, to, down to her abs. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has like a helmet thing. So from a distance at first, you're like, oh, it looks a little bit like, uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel helmet. And then you're like, wait a minute. It's, it's a very weird shape. 
Yeah. And it's and she has like the type of cape that's like attached to her wrists. Yes, which was the a thing that I only really ever liked with Storm. Um because it made more sense. It, it with would her. it would billow up she would billow up her cape with wind and she could fly. And so she it would have to be connected to her to her wrist to really make it work in comic booky way. But other people, no, it's it's not a good look. And you know they'd be getting that caught on everything as they're walking around at the place. So her name is Melissa Handover. Handover. <laughs> uh, she is a subversive. Sorry, handover what? <laughs> um, so she has uh, no criminal record and is no and her identity is known to the Squadron Supreme. Yeah, they know everybody's she's, identity. I mean. She she's single, hey. no known relatives, a secret member of the Redeemers, and a member of the Squadron Supreme. She first appeared in. Issue 10 of Squadron Supreme. Yeah. And uh, little is known about her background. She's infiltrated. So little's known about their background, and she infiltrated with four other people. That is going to be for the rest of the people we talk about. Yes. So, the yeah. rest of the people who are around for well, three issues, I guess, technically. But uh, yeah. yeah, the tail end of it. Yeah, she served a month before the Redeemers openly opposed to the... the squadron uh we're gonna talk about because uh she is a person who can do illusions which we'll also talk about very briefly oh, what's what's melissa hanover what's uh what's um she do so she is uh so she Where can cast convincing three-dimensional audiovisual uh mm. in aura factory tactile so basically Ooh. she just does like really so she makes illusions that you can feel touch taste smell see. yeah i don't know why that's interesting Hmm. Well, it's very, it's very, uh, it's important to like her very short storyline. <laughs> she does uh, have, so, she does have a storyline though. It is actually, yeah. she does. She's five, eight mm-hmm. when she's using her illusions, but she's five, four when she's not. She, <laughs> That's the first thing I would do. Uh, if I had the power to create illusions, just give myself a few more inches of height. Yeah. She is uh one thirty uh, pounds when she is using her illusions, but she weighs one seventy five. When she is, uh, I mean, sorry, one, not 75, 145 when she is not. Um, and she has blue eyes, um, which she doesn't change at all. And she is blonde whenever she is doing illusions, but she has light, light brown hair when she's not. I just feel like there's a part of your brain that's always concentrating a little bit to keep the illusion up. Is it really worth it for the extra few inches and pounds? Her thing is like she was tricking them into believing that she had different powers. Oh, the that's entire right, time, right? Because she's infiltrating from the Redeemers. Yeah, and so, so like she would do stuff like she would quote unquote fly and stuff, and also like she's just kind of she's not like she doesn't look like the picture like at all. Like she is just imagine like a kind of frumpy. Right, that's average-looking right. woman. Right, it's supposed to be like uh, she becomes. She uses her illusion to become the epitome of a bombshell of the yeah. '80s kind of thing. But then she, but she's kind of just like a kind of what some would say frumpy, but yeah. average-looking woman. Yeah, you're really. again your comic book librarian. <laughs> so yeah, but that's pretty much her deal. She doesn't die or anything. No. Um. So we also have Redstone, uh, whose name is Michael Redstone Sumner. Redstone, I 
No, it's Michael Redstone. Okay. He is supposed to be an analog to Geoforce and Black Adam? I don't see the Black Adam How? like at all. Oh, no, that doesn't. I don't believe that. Um, at all. Hmm. Like Geoforce, I understand. Well, Geoforce Geoforce was the was the brother of uh, Terra. No, no, no. I know Geoforce time. and Geoforce total, total analog. Um, yeah, because he gets his power from the from, from the earth, from the ground. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of a Black Adam like connection. I can't. I can't. Like, I honestly can't. He's. I can't at all. Um, I will say one thing I do like about Redstone uh, is I pirate always boots? <laughs> always always like pirate boots. Um, but I always like it when people use their real names as their, their names. Cause they, if they happen to have a cool name, like Dr. Strange, his last name is Redstone. Also, he didn't change his like professional title. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, just continue to talk, call me Dr. Strange, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I, I, it's like, it's such a, uh, it's a power move. It's like naming yourself Mr. Fantastic. It's, you know, it's like, I'm I'm Doctor Strange. Screw you. And Redstone is just like, hey. Now the unfortunate part of it is, he was an Apache man, and they had to include Red in his last name. Um, uh, yeah, which is not you know, great. Not the coolest, but Redstone is kind of a cool name, and um, they they don't really do anything. It's not like he talks like. Uh, like an old someone from an old western comic or anything so no. it's, it's it's a mixed it's a mixed bag so so like he he was on the redeemers um yeah he was born on an indian reserve somewhere in the southwest um he infiltrated and attacked about a month after he was recruited um he's seven one has black eyes black hair and weighs four 430 pounds he can lift about uh 70 tons under optimal conditions and i thought he had another power i thought he can like make like red stuff appear um huh i don't maybe i was adding that. something um no oh, no, no he, he's that. super strong when he's on the earth yes he has That's to be touching it. the ground and he he's a little him. strong when he's not on the ground, but he's super, super strong when he's on the ground. Oh, oh, look at this. Wait, apparently, something called apparently... flash vision? Is that what you were thinking about? No. I see maybe? a reference to something called flash vision in Wikipedia, which we know is always accurate. Well, apparently later he died because he was on Earth. Uh, he was off of Earth for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, he literally, and just, just just died like not didn't what would be not because he became, became weak and was in a fight with someone no 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 he just withered away and uh and and died i think we're pretty much done with him yeah so let's talk about thermite Hi, redstone oh thermite yeah it's a good name i'll give him yeah, that so his so he's in like a half like blue outfit and a half orange outfit um literally literally yeah it's split uh by bisecting not the uh, like vertically not horizontally um, horizontally would just be superman really but just yeah, or aquaman actually with those colors uh his name is uh sam yurimoto he is a subversive he is dead 
Um, single, no known relatives. Same thing for all of them. He showed up in 10, died in 12. When you're dead, aren't we all really single? I mean, at that point. Um, so he died because the wizard, like, just ran into him super hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the wizard basically, he was the bug on the wizard's windshield of life. And the wizard didn't die. No. No, no. Otherwise, he'd die constantly running into, you know. Yeah, so, like, the wizard just kind of ran into him and he died. Yeah, splattered right <laughs> through the guy. Kind of gross. That that really demands a shower afterwards. Yeah, he has brown uh, brown eyes, brown, uh, black hair, weighs 120, 5'2", kind of short. Actually, he's Wolverine height. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, again, I think his... Uh, <laughs> I think his ethnicity yeah. was playing into that one in the 80s, you know? I think there might be some weird, yeah. um, I don't want to say, un- probably unintentional racism. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, a, yeah, yeah, like, like not ill-intentioned, yeah, unintentional, yeah, just didn't think it out, and they, they didn't really understand. Here's a question, do we see him without his mask? I don't think we do. I don't think we do either. And his mask is a full mask. He's got goggle eyes, uh, a um, a bean kind of thing over his over his nose and mouth, and then the his costume has a cowl. So I don't think we ever see him at all. Nope. Speaking of someone we don't see without his mask as well, Haywire. Haywire, not the Haywire that you may have heard of. That nope. was not cool. But a different haywire. That's not not cool, not but cool. not because like he's like weird. Like it's just not cool because like he kind of showed up and then died. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, no, he didn't die. He showed up and then his friends died. Yes, <laughs> he doesn't do anything, and then it's done. And and he's got a really so he's got weird a really outfit. weird power. Really weird. Power. Weird weird power. Weird outfit. Weird outfits. It's um busy. Yeah, so like he like it's it's all green. Mm-hmm. He has like a open haired cow type thing with an open mouth. Yeah, I always think of uh, that as the uh, Cyclops cow. But uh, see, I think more Spider Woman normally. But, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I think more oh, Spider Woman. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she but she covers up the face though totally. Well, well, I'm thinking more Spider Woman as in the uh, Julia oh, no, Carpenter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Julia Carpenter. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start thinking of it that way too. Oh, well, I, like I think she's the one who pulls it off the best. So, yeah, um, I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason why Spider Man copied her outfit when he yeah. went uh, Venom Venomized. That's right. Stuff. That's right. But the hair always makes a very nice contrast because you can do it adds a lot of physicality to her flaunt, to her swooping around, especially, and swinging. Especially like if it. you're a redhead, because it just it just like striking always. Yeah. I mean that that's why Batwoman totally copied her. Yeah, his costume it's green, but it's got this big like heavy piping. Yeah, he has like it has like a piping thing like over the shoulders. And, it's like, huge, and then it has like a bunch of like squiggles and stuff uh, we'll get to it later uh, yeah but his name is uh, uh harold danforth he's a subversive single none 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 whatever uh, none of that matters like it doesn't matter at oh, all no, he does not matter he at does all. <laughs> no little is known about his background he yeah, then he, no one cares. Fought, he then he fought the he fought just like the rest of them that mm-hmm. most of that we've talked about from mm-hmm. redstone or moonstone on i mean not moonstone sorry i'm talking about an interesting character moonglow um, 
He's 5'10", weighs 150, has uh, brown eyes, reddish blonde hair, just shown as blonde there. But that brings up the redhead count wow. like to five. There could not be five. another comic team. I mean, obviously, it's a large comic team, but still, has the Justice League had five male redheads in its entire existence? I don't know. Unless you count, like, Wally West and every incarnation of of the crises. No, all right, we'll count one Flash, okay? One. Okay, one Flash at best. Does the elongated man, was he ever actually Justice League? In some forms. Yeah, I'm talking core. I don't think there's, there's uh, no, no way. I there's think no I think way. this is the only team that has mostly male redheads. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like 50% male redheads. He has normal human strength, and he can create... For a redhead. You know, normal human strength for a redhead. Yeah. A little lower. Come on. <laughs> we, we like to call them people, but they know what they really are. Wait, did it get really racist in here all of a sudden? I, I mean, I'm just going to drop it. <laughs> Not me, Jesse. I'm going to continue my crusade against the gingers. So, uh, he has a, he can basically make, like, steel like five millimeter diameter tangled wire that can shoot from his fingertips and entangle his in opponents. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's not cool. Like, like what if Spider-Man was like really lame and useless? That's the best. What if ever <laughs> it's two twenty twenty two pages of Spider-Man sitting around the house eating chips. <laughs> yep. Although that would be more interesting than Haywire. <laughs> well, Haywire, he he brings his own dental floss wherever he goes. So well, five millimeters, he's got that. though? Damn you, metric system. You foiled me again. Wait. Yeah. No, yes. no, no, it's thin. It's thin. Sorry, I was thinking something thicker. Damn metric system. No, no, it's pretty thin, but it's pretty thick. I mean, it's not it's that thick. For thin. Two, it's thick for, like, dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's thick for dental floss. Correct. I am wrong in my assertion there, but it is not thin enough to be like, you know, barely visible. Or I'm like, I imagine if Warren Ellis ever took this character, he'd make it so that they're super thin and he can bore into people's brains and like mix up their brains, and that would be cool. But instead, this guy ties people up from his fingers. I think. I think this most significant. Uh, significant thing is I think he tripped uh, Wizard. Yes. I with think his, that, with his he did. I think that he was did. his only thing he really did. Which should have splattered Wizard across the entire ground for like a mile and a half, but it, you know. No, he no, hard. he just raided two thermite and just splattered <laughs> through just him. Splashed through him. Ugh. Well, he didn't splash through him. He just ran into his no, like, thermal it, regulator it, thing. By the way, I did not say what thermite did. Um, so thermite, uh, he <laughs> could basically taking he can basically make hot to cold and cold to hot. So right. that's his thing. Yeah, and only on he on the uh, appropriate side of his body for the costume. Yeah, and um, basically uh, later on there was a mutant who did this and who has had a lot way more path- pathos and made me like her. She was like a, a super Catholic, and she hated her power, but she realized that like she, but she couldn't kill herself because she was she didn't want to go to hell. It was the it was the Hope Summers version of New Mutants. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, right. Yep. 
good and interesting character. A good and interesting. Hope Summers had a lot of fun stuff going with her. Like her being like a uh, power mimic with the Phoenix Force is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like just like, hey, Melissa, Dad, I'm just gonna be you, but with the Phoenix Force now. Look, I'm fast and I have a cosmic power behind me. You must feel lame, right? <laughs> <laughs> also, Felisa Dad had the most interesting version of uh, Speedster. Like he what basically made a time power time bubble around him and sped up. Oh, okay. Yeah, eventually he learned how to kind of control it a little oh, bit. Yeah, that's that's also, how Star Trek uh, warp works. Sure. And also, but I also, bet. it made him age super quickly, and they had to do some weird comic book stuff about oh, it. Well, as usual. Yeah, but uh, so the last person we're talking about, and the only female character with red hair. Oh, wow! Way down at the bottom of the list. Too. Yep. We are talking about Inertia. Um, she has like a, she has an outfit. It's not interesting per se. Well, like it's not what, interesting. What are those green shapes? What are those green? Are they squares? Those are like, they're like uh, squares and rectangles. Wow, it is. It is interesting only in the fact that it's not good. Yeah, no, like it's it's not like fun to look at. Like it's not the worst. It's no, like a it, pink, kind of like a pink bodysuit. Yeah, but the problem is that pink is way too close to the color of her skin. And I'm not saying in the way that makes her look naked. It just looks wrong. It looks like a bad... Actually, you know, no, okay, no, here, here's what, it's it's like the color of raw chicken. <laughs> and also, also she has the kind of like a, uh, like a square cutout. So, like, she has, like, one shoulder showing. Yeah, which should be a better look, but honestly, she just looks like an Olympic gymnast. There's nothing in that costume that an Olympic no, gymnast wouldn't wear. Looks like it looks like maybe like an Eastern Bloc like yes. uh, like gymnastics outfit. Yeah, like some country where the flag in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah, some country where the flag has black stripes and the color of chicken skin. Yeah, which I don't think is anywhere. But, no, but that's that's what it looks like. She represents. Yeah. So, um, yeah, her name is Edith Freiberg. Um, none of this stuff matters. No, she's got to have one of the shortest entries I've ever seen anywhere. None of the stuff matters at all. No, she's, um, I don't think she's ever shown up again. So, so she is 5'4", has brown eyes, brown hair. That is red hair. Well, again, the colors are all off on this. Well, but, but at the same time, like, they were wrong about Dr. Decimal stuff as well. Dr. Decimal. Yeah, because they said he he The villain with the power to to turn fractions into decimals. (laughs) Dr. Decimal. (laughs) Not decimal. (laughs) I will turn you one-tenth the size of your normal size. What? You want one-twenty-third? No! It must be an even metrical No, like, uh, like, uh, during, like, the, I want to say, like, season three... Four, season three of Doctor Who, when the Master shows up after like the whole like vote Saxon thing. Oh yeah, like, well, like there was a I... whole thing. It's just like, like it's just like, uh, don't don't trust him. He'll decimate uh, everyone. It's just like, oh, that's a good idea. Bots destroy one tenth of the world's population. <laughs> I, what I loved about the Master was just how how he, how he downplayed the character. You know, he didn't go too over the top. No, it was it was it was like it was like a really fun evil. No, he he was a cackling evil guy. It was it worked for that, especially Doctor Who, where everything needs to be. In my opinion, every I know people take Doctor Who differently. I think it's at its best when it's a little goofy. Um, 
I like to it. To be honest. I like it. I like uh, there's a certain level of seriousness. Seriousness I like. Oh, but. absolutely. I mean, that's that the core stories like the Rose story and and uh and the I don't remember the numbers, but the David Tennant doctor, sorry. Um, you know, there's pathos and and and, it, and some of the stories work really well. The um uh, the wedding story with what's her face? Donna? Um, Donna, yeah. Donna Noble. That has, you know, pathos to it as well. And she's I like Donna. Um but uh but there is still an element of goofiness that I think Doctor Who needs an over a slight over the topness. It's they they ride when it's at its best, it rides a thin line between over the top and uh and you know, genuine emotion. Okay. So one thing I need to say before we get to the end. Because mm-hmm. we are so close to the end. Oh. Um, I actively do not watch any Doctor Who episode. I don't care how good people says. If it involves a real life like historical oh, figure. I will I never watch it. I know. Because people will tell you to watch the Van Gogh mm. one or Van Gogh one. I will and, not. And um, and it it is. I mean, it's made in such a manner that it's hard to not find affecting. Um but I don't need it. I'm with you. I, don't I almost need it. did not watch a Doctor Who in general because of the um, the Charles Dickerson Dickinson one. Or no, sorry, the Charles Dickinson Dickens Dickens Dickens. Dickens. I did not yeah. almost did not watch it because of that episode. Yeah, then that one's that's a good one. No, it's Dave. a good one. But I will not watch any historical figure based episode. Well, you know, the thing, the most ill-advised one they did, which I feel like they tried to tiptoe around it, I kind of like, I like the new Doctor, so like, I'll watch it. I haven't and, watched but it But the Rosa yeah. Park, they had a Rosa Park one. Oh, just I like, know. Oh, that sounds no. like a, that sounds like a bad that. idea. Also, they had an episode set in India in the 50s. I'm just like, no, I'm oh. not watching this. Yeah, there's, there's, see, there's only two ways it can go. Either tone deaf or too over the top, like commentary on it and neither one sounds very fun to me See, like most of the time it comes off as very white liberal mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh i can't say to you guys in real life so why would i actually do this <laughs> in, in my show it is very bleeding heart and uh and i don't like that. i didn't even like it when and i know it's what the show was originally built on is time travel through america or past but i don't even love those in the modern show I don't like was, when they go to Pompeii. I didn't like the Pompeii episode. No, I, I just I, There's won't. something about it that just I don't enjoy as much. Like, I'd rather just be like, it's set in a weird time when something weird is happening and you're not, a, but whatever. Sorry. The last thing, the last thing about inertia. Sorry. Um, she can basically transfer momentum from one object to another so she can stop something and then make something go. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is a cool which, power. It's a cool power, but Inertia's not a good... They didn't think long enough about the name for it, I feel like. Also, and they could have just changed her outfit to be, like, red or, like, a slightly darker pink, but, anything. you know, whatever. There were a lot of ways to save that costume. Because yeah. she reminds me... It, it looks a little bit like the costumes of... Who are the the anti-New Mutants? The uh, oh, uh, the Hellions. That's what... It looks a little bit like the Hellions costume, but instead of purple, it's a really, really, really light pink and uglier. And the so, Hellions had a great outfit. Hellions had a great outfit. I love teams where they all wear the same basic outfit with slight alterations. Big fan. But you know what my favorite Hellion is? Uh, no. Hellion. <laughs> Hellion, who, the leaders of the Hellions. You know who my favorite X-Man is, Jesse? Is it X-Man? 
No, it's Havoc. But, um, gotcha. So, um, speaking of, if you want some good uh, Nate Gray, um, there is currently <laughs> a, um, there is actually currently an episode, I mean, uh, X-Men book out called uh, Age of X. Okay, so, um, yeah, is X-Men actually in that book? He is. If you're okay. talking about Nate Gray. I read an entire article. Or review, I guess, that did, or I know it was, a, it was a preview type article that did not mention that it was Nate Gray. It's Nate Gray. And I'm like, it's called X-Man. No, Is also, it X-Man? No, no, it's, it's Age of, it's Age of X. Mm-hmm. It's Age of X. It's kind of set in a universe where, um, mutant, everyone's a mutant in some way. Right, right. A little and, like Earth X in a way. Well, no, basically it's like, uh, the other Age of X book that came out, like in the 2000s, where it was all, uh. It was all set in like this uh, post-apocalyptic like world where there where all the X people were like kind of put in to like this one place and they were attacked by like the U.S. government, which which had like a crazy Bruce Banner and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. That, I remember that part. Yeah, but it looks like it's interesting. It's going to be a lot of spin-off books. It's going to be like Prisoner X and like the extractions and stuff. And apparently, oh, the world's right. ruled by apocalypse. It's it's really interesting, and I'll read it mostly because it doesn't look like it's actually tapping into most of the X continuity. I I do have a real soft spot for Age of Apocalypse, so anything that kind of plays with that, even X Men, um, yeah. I'm I'm a sucker for. Yeah. Um. But uh, speaking of things that we have soft spots for, let's talk about our other things we do. Oh, other things, Jesse. I've been here so long, I can't even remember anything else that we do. All we do is talk about the Squadron Supreme. That's all we've ever done, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, war is peace, and <laughs> we've always been at war with Eurasia. Um, <laughs> I do a podcast. It's called Interrupted Tales. Uh, we read a story from an old pulp magazine, sci-fi, westerns, romance, everything. And every episode's a complete story, and one person reads it, and another person makes fun of it, uh, kind of like Mystery Science Theater for short stories. And you can find us at Interrupted Tales, anywhere you get podcasts, or InterruptedTales.com. Jesse. So, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. Um, If you want to see the pictures, I don't know what we're doing with this. Honestly, I don't feel like doing most of my plugs either. Um, (laughs) Whatever Jordan puts up for the picture, that will be it. Um, (laughs) Nice. Nice. Um, But, yeah, so basically... um, yeah, if you want to look at what characters we're talking about on a normal basis, just go to Twitter and Instagram at Mar. Not sorry, at uh, Alphabet Alpha- Flight. Alphabet Flight. That's it. <laughs> Your and- podcast, Alphabet. Over three hundred episodes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and it gets better each time. Yep, mm, so good at this. I still hate doing plugs. Um, besides that, like I don't know, it's pretty much done. <laughs> Now, I want to thank everybody who came along this particular journey. Yeah, it's real long. Real long journey. Real Your fun chance. to edit. But again, do not let it dissuade you from reading Squadron Supreme. It's, a fine comic book. It's real good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, thank you so much for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight. And, um, I don't know. Be, be a shape. Bye. Bye. Bye.